tax day is coming. Oh, no. But if you sign up for Robinhood Gold's IRA with a 3% match, you can get up to $195 for the 2023 tax year. Oh, yeah. Sign up at Robinhood.com slash boostbytaxday to get the biggest contribution match on the market. Subscription fees apply. Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Robinhood Financial LLC, member SIPC. This is weird. I feel like I'm about to intro to a camera, but I'm not. Hello, everybody. Welcome. I don't, this is really weird. I'm looking at a chair now. I'm like, <laughs> Hello, everybody. Welcome. Chair. I'm going to pretend the chair is a camera. Okay, okay. do it. Treat it like a that time that when. Time when. Yeah. That time when it's drivers like that were time announced. That time when we're doing a... Oh, drive. my God. I should yeah. talk about that time when drivers were announced. Yeah, in 20, there you go. 20, for 2020. Nailed yeah. it. Should we call it that? Yeah. Well, okay. Yeah. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to the That Time When podcast. But today, that time when is the present, as we are joined by Jess and Tommy. Hello. Hello. And we're going to talk about some exciting transfer news, mm. which uh, we've been kind of almost needing, gasping for over this summer break of three weeks, or even just more, three and a half weeks, isn't it? It's been quite the painful experience, wouldn't you say? Mm. It, I, I, personally, it's flown, but that's because we've just we've been, been so busy, up to our eyeballs. Painful for yeah. everybody else. <laughs> yes, exactly that. We, we've, we've been starved of F1 content. We have, but we have got a huge amount of content to talk they about. Just burst out in one go today. Yeah, you were genuinely like, "Who's getting announced first? Oh God, okay, right, let's sort everything out. Yeah, it was a bit like a Ricardo last year, where once one thing happened, like all the pieces of the puzzle started to fall into place. Fall into place, and it started happening. Shall we begin at the beginning? At the beginning, in the beginning, Mr. Alex Alban, the move yeah. to Red Bull. That was during the summer break. That was. Well, a week into the summer break? Yeah, yeah. It was like kind of straight away, wasn't it? Um, yeah. So I, was on a, I was on a drive to uh, pick up a memory card from one of our videos. and You uh, remember it well? Yeah, I remember it well because I remember thinking, uh, this, this will just be my luck that I'm driving in the countryside. There'll be some kind of major driver announcement. News. And it actually happened. And it was like, oh, cool. That's uh, incredible. Uh, so obviously Alex Alba moves over to, to Red Bull. Uh, demoting Pierre Gasly. I think a lot of us saw it coming at some point. We mentioned, I think you thought they were going to give him the whole season, Tommy, right? Is that correct? Uh, I did. I thought he'd last the season. I think we all did in the latest podcast mention that. I think just because there was, they were so, <laughs> well, Horner, well. <laughs> but again, again, like chatting to people, this is really correct. Like it was Horner that was insisting that there wouldn't be any driver swaps, but ultimately as, and as this decision has shown, he doesn't have, the overall authority no. on, on what drivers are in his team. He just has to run the team. And it's the Mr. very scary Marco. doctor, Dr. Marco. Doctor. Doctor. Um, who has overall say. Cutting the limbs from beyond, beyond, from underneath Mr. Pierre Gasly. But we, we thought it was going to happen at some point. Um, I wasn't particularly shocked. I was maybe more shocked that Kvyat wasn't given the move. But then when we kind of look at it as a sort of a, a bigger picture, I now understand maybe why Alban now gets the move. Uh, it's kind of looking towards 2020. And really, it's, it's a very weird way of doing an assessment for your drivers. But at the same time, Alban has been performing well. And don't know if it's a bit too soon for him. We're going to find out in Spa this weekend. But what do you guys think? It's, it's one of those things. I mean, Alban for me was always going to be promoted because of just the way the Red Bull driver program works. And it's, and it's very much, it divides people's opinions on whether it's the right thing to do. So obviously it's almost like the polar opposite to the complaints of everyone's a pay driver. We want to see the best talent and Red Bull have the approach of 
if you're not Max Verstappen or if you're not Sebastian Vettel, you're gone. And Get out. that can be seen as really harsh because you say, you know, Gasly is a very capable and good Formula One driver. But Red Bull just seem to have this approach where, you know, they're willing to just throw the next kid in at the deep end. And if he's not an absolute superstar, you're gone. And what a teammate to come up against as well. Of all the drivers on the grid, Verstappen is probably the only one barring Hamilton that you will not want to go up against, especially in your first season of Formula One. That's a daunting prospect. Yeah. I mean, he's a bit of a teammate killer. I can't remember if you were mentioning that to me uh, before, (coughs) but he's gone. uh, So he had Sainz, who got dropped. Uh, Well, had to let go because of politics between their fathers and that relationship which which they still um deny like carlos actually recently was strong strongly denying that Mm. that was ever the the reason but yeah and then um, obviously danny rick seemed pretty settled but um towards the end of the year he kind of had that feeling that they were very much in favor of max and if they did have a world championship winning car all their eggs are going in that verstappen basket if you like (laughs) Uh, and then Gasly comes up thinking, you know, this is my time to shine. I'm in a Red Bull now. And Max absolutely annihilates, annihilates him. him. Yeah. And Gasly admittedly was very poor as well. Yeah, more down, I'd say, to Gasly than Verstappen. Obviously, Verstappen is driving very well, don't get me wrong. Oh, yeah. But I, it's just Gasly just doesn't have a feel for the car. I think the only time we've seen that was Silverstone this year, uh, where yeah. he was kind of there or thereabouts. And we were like, whoa, there's two Red Bulls on the track. <laughs> uh, at gear underscore no underscore seven says, does Kvyat still have a 2020 seat available anywhere, including Red Bull and Toro Rosso? I think absolutely. Yeah. Toro Rosso. Yeah. Potentially. Yeah. Or if not, Red Bull. Yeah. So I think, yeah, they're going to see how Alex gets on, right? And then make the final call for 2020. Well, surely if Albon doesn't produce they're going to put Kvyat up do you not think because I mean they're not going to give Gasly another chance unless they're he wins in, in a Toro Rosso they're in such a predicament this this is something that has has been kick-started by um Vettel leaving for Ferrari many years ago now and we were just talking about it just on our day-to-day office banter that we have about F1 lots of bands lots Top of banter bands. <laughs> um but yeah we we were saying you know Red Bull had this stage where they had Aguasuari, Sebastian Buemi, Jean-Éric Verne, Da Costa was uh, Kvyat, Sainz, all these drivers. It was, they had the total opposite yeah, problem. too many. They had the total opposite problem yeah. what they had now where they had too many drivers to fill two little seats and they couldn't promote people and they had to put things like Da Costa in a DTM just to yeah. keep him happy. Uh, now they've got the problem of without sounding really savage, but like they're bringing back, they, I mean, they brought back Brendan Hartley was such a random one. Alex Albon used to be in the Red Bull Junior program. It's almost like they're going through their old fired drivers trying to pick up <laughs> So you know we boys. fired you. Yeah. Yeah, it turns out we kind of need you back. <laughs> we don't have yeah. anyone else. And it's weird. You, you must, it kind of but sort of points out a flaw in the, in the whole Red Bull driver system. Clearly a lot of drivers these days, just don't want to go anywhere near that that kind of program, which is so cutthroat. Don't get me wrong, motorsport is cutthroat, but Red Bull are at the very much top end of that. And and maybe that's something that, you know, a lot of young drivers don't want to get involved in. I think they'd still want the backing because, I mean, it's incredible 
support, especially, you know, it's something that we talk about a lot, how expensive a career in motorsport is, especially when you're in the junior series. If you can get backed by a team like Red Bull that has an F1 seat, I don't think I still don't think anyone would turn that down. Um, I mean, if you even had the choice, scary. if you had the, if there it was like more than one offer on the table, I don't know what. Why is there so little drivers? Would you say? Uh, well, they've had a they've had a like we're saying problem since since Vettel left, and they they were never ready to. They didn't have enough people in the junior formulas because they were trying to strip back the program and have uh, you know less people involved in it. Um, now this sort of problem with science going, Ricardo going, is really affecting them, and they don't have anyone. They had Dan Ticton, and he's dropped off the radar yeah. in Super Formula. And you know, even even if Albon's an absolute flop, who who's gonna who's gonna get it? But back to what you're saying about the uh, driver about picking Red Bull. Yeah, like Jess was saying, it's one of those things where if you have insane confidence in yourself you're gonna think this team is paying for me to get a drive all my career in karting and all that kind of expensive stuff and if i am absolutely good enough they will get me into a formula one seat to prove it the the other argument for not going for that is well even if i had one bad year or half a bad year, as Gasly's case. <laughs> I'm dropped. I'm dropped, and you know, you might not have that time to develop. Interesting speculation. Now let's let's move on to uh, another piece of news that we had today. Uh, now this one, I'm very interested to uh, hear one person's thoughts uh, in this podcast. Valtteri Bottas staying at Mercedes for 2020. Mm-hmm. Uh, Jess, uh, just hit me with some immediate thoughts. Right choice. Um, cool. And, All right, thanks and, so much. Yeah. <laughs> no, but I think well, I think we spoke yeah, about this yeah, anyway, yeah. didn't we? I think you know. Again, uh, people say that this isn't a big deal. A lot of pe- a lot of drivers have the what's called a one plus one contract, so it's one year contract with the um, chance to extend for a further year. Um, but Bottas has only had that at Mercedes, and he's been there a wee while now. Um, yeah, four years. It, and if you yeah. think about a Hamilton, he's talking multi-year deals, so. You know, in terms of was it the right call from Mercedes? Yes, because, you know, we've got one more year of this current era of F1 with the rule changes coming in in 2021, which that also came out over summer break 2021. Maybe that we can dive into that a little bit later on. Um, But what would be the point in having a whole, I have to do a whole fresh revamp for one year when everybody is going to be learning again in 2021 so in terms of was it the right strategy call not my personal opinion <laughs> but if it was it the right strategy call absolutely yeah, yes from it a was. team's perspective absolutely I, yes yeah. it was the right it's, call it sounds like a, a like i'm bashing him as well but it does just show and i'm sure you'll agree with this that they're very much happy with how he's not challenging hamilton too much but will pick up some good results he's and the that perfect just number two driver exactly and that's why with the greatest of respect, they're signing him one year at a time. Because genuinely, I think that when Hamilton does decide to go, however much it would be painful for him, I don't think they're thinking that he's going to be the superstar driver that is going to get his chance, even though I'm sure he probably firmly believes that he will be. He's sort of a B-Tech Rosberg, isn't he? He's just slightly worse. People call me a Bottas basher. No, but he is just slightly worse than Nico Rosberg. Well, Nico Rosberg, you believed he could win the world championship, and he did. 
So you believe Nicholas could win the world championship? Well, it was believable. before or after yeah. Hamilton blew but up. But also, there were there was there was no, there were no other teams like that turned yeah, up. He, he yeah, was exactly. our only so, hope, wasn't he? Yeah, exactly that. So yeah, slightly different situation from from Bottas. Um, but yeah, I think yeah, you're right. He's just he's just he's he's consistent. He gets number two places mostly. Yeah. So that's it. That's he's exactly won a couple it. of races. And I'm sure there's he's been no, there's been no what controversy more? with Hamilton like Rosberg. Exactly. Which I'm sure they're very happy about. What more what more could a Mercedes want? And I'm yeah. sure Bottas is happy as well, obviously being signed again for Mercedes. It gives him a chance to maybe eventually get his act together. Whether that'll happen is yet to be seen. But He's got given another chance. Yes, so exactly. there you go. But yeah, I'll be really interested because obviously again, I guess this is linked into the next piece of news that you're gonna talk about. Yeah. But um I'll be interested to see what happens in 2021. Matty Ken Photo says, Merck keeping Bottas... This is controversial tweet of the week, by the way. Mm-hmm. Merck keeping Bottas at Mercedes. It's obvious Lewis Hamilton had veto on the driver lineup. He felt Ocon was going to challenge him and having Bottas was the safer option. No. I don't think that's true, but I think that is Mercedes' thoughts behind it, like we just discussed. It's keeping Hamilton happy. Yeah. You need your world yeah. champion operating it at top level and not getting distracted or, you know, upset by whoever's in the garage immediately next to him. So I think there is, uh, do the drive, does a driver like Lewis command uh, like a power like that? I I think I agree with Tommy, probably not directly. Like he probably wasn't sat down and they had a picture of Ocon and a picture of Bottas. And like, which one one. do you want, mate? But it would have been, I would imagine it would have been a very, one of the many factors in deciding who has that seat. That's the thing. You can't win with both drivers. You don't need to win with both drivers. You just need a first and second. You need one too. Um, Every race. Our our results of our Instagram poll, uh, Bottas versus Ocon. Tommy, uh, I'm hearing that you have the results. Please, can you... Let's, say them. Let's have a look. See what see what they're on. So just so, for context, we we put on our Instagram stories. We asked, what was the question? Uh, who should Mercedes have signed for twenty twenty? Between Bottas and between Bottas and Ocon. Do you wanna do you wanna predict what you reckon the split would be? No, because I voted quite late into the results, so I think so you've I know. Seen it. What about you? Do you vote early? Well, the last time I saw it was about sixty five thirty five. There you go, sixty five thirty five. So was people it? people very much in favour of Bottas. In favour of Bottas. So, yeah. yeah. And actually, like looking at the comments on the, our news post, it seemed like most people were like, "This is good," mm. and I think it is. Like you know, again, like as much as I've been critical, I think as, as for all the reasons that we've just stated, it it probably was the right call mm. for them to make. Yeah, absolutely. And speaking of Ocon, uh, we had some news on him as well, moving to Renault for twenty twenty. Finally, Which, uh, we had a few yeah. sort of inklings of uh, in the coming days, didn't we? Uh, Hulkenberg putting up a sassy little Instagram kind of like, oh, th- this Thursday should yeah. be interesting. Oh, kind of almost trying to throw us off. You know, it kind yeah. of it made yeah, us feel it's like, not, yeah, it's not, not happening. True. It's just it, a rumor. Yeah, it was auto hebdo. Yeah, um, the fr- a French publication had uh, their co- the cover of their magazine had Ocon in his Renault overalls. Mm. Um, and that was the picture that it was a Photoshop Hul- of Hulkenberg, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. So that's one, um, that um, Hulkenberg posting was like, yeah, this Thursday should be interesting. It was weird because it threw us off. It's almost like he didn't know at that stage. Maybe he didn't, that, yeah. Or maybe he was yeah. saying, yes, Thursday's going to be interesting because <laughs> he knew that he wasn't going to be with Renault anymore. Again, like I would imagine these most of these discussions happened in season, not post season, like not in the off se- uh, the holidays even. Mm. So these people would have, he would have, he would have known. 
Unless you're in Red Bull and you find out at 8.42 in the morning of the same day that yeah, I mean, you're being, being announced. Maybe, maybe they leave it <laughs> late just in case it doesn't happen and it, you know, hurts people's morale because, you know, if, if, if Ocon deal didn't get through and they had this process and they said, you know, to Nico Hulkenberg, we're getting Ocon in and Mercedes veto it or whatever and say we're not releasing him. Yeah. That's Hulkenberg got to drive for Renault next season going, they don't even want me here. How's yeah. that going to affect him? So mm. Absolutely. His, uh, it's, it's a, tough choice for both of them his um the post he put out today i found it especially interesting because he said he said to me actually let me find it so i don't misquote it ah the Um, hulkenberg tweet yes the yeah the hulkenberg post was like he said something basically along the lines he was he was he was he was stating political reasons for um him being dropped so what did he say he said the translation this is it um yeah um it is, it is well known that the choice of drivers is not only about performance, it's a whole bundle of factors, but that's the way it is. Which translates as they're French, he's French, and that's why I'm losing the drive. Not like and Matt was saying. Mercedes that is going to probably pay them a lot yeah, of money. Paying a lot of money, and not like we were saying, which was get a podium already yeah, maybe then. don't go however 300 or whatever races without a podium like yeah keep, stop keep your wheel suspension stop. intact when you go around Baku. like it's, it's things like that like <laughs> it's little things like that that would maybe have saved his seat had he got a podium yeah. but Ger- yeah. germany i wonder how much of an effect that had because he looked pretty demoralized after that and with that probably on the cards he probably thought that was my chance to show them and the fact that he bottled it again I didn't say he's been given so many chances and fair enough he's he's been a very consistent midfield runner but he's never done that stellar performance and and that's and I that's agree. that and i that's agree what, yeah and that's what f1 midfield f1 teams need is that sergio perez that can get eight podiums in his career and yeah out of been nothing in, yeah. or like you know like a carlos science who's who's finishing fifth in a mclaren yeah. like consistently you don't really see much of that from Absolutely he just go, oh, not. he's seventh. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like seventh is just like great, like a couple of points. Which people would like, argue, oh well he's the best of the the rest, but if he's gonna be in a championship winning car, that pressure of the races when he does bottle it when he's getting a podium, that's gonna be on you every single race. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. And so so rumours again, so Hulkenberg's position's not been announced and he said that there's no more news to announce today, so that would suggest that they're still working it out, but rumours are that he's heading to Haas. With Kevin Magnussen. With Kevin Magnussen. Which would be spicy. Some interesting those two coming out. We were just, those we were two just... ending up in a team if you know, those two ending up in a team after the suck my ball it's incident. Yeah. I feel um, like there'll be a few more WTF on T-shirts coming out of other quotes <laughs> in 2020. Yeah. It was great. Um, we were just we were just talking about um, Gunter Steiner coming out with a cracking cracking little uh, snippet in the press conference when he was asked, um, "Are you worried about the potential history between K. Mag and, and Halkenberg?" And he came out. He came back out saying, um, "Well." Uh, our current drivers don't have any history and we're still driving into each other. So, <laughs> yeah. which I just thought was brill, brill, from, yeah, yeah. brill from Steiner. But, Gunters, yeah. Uh, he, yeah, it's true though. I'm, you know, it's, and it's stuff that teams have to think about and manage, I'm sure. But, um, you know, I don't, it doesn't really matter. Like you, 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 we've had spicy team pairings before that have been successful. Um, I think that just showed, uh, unfortunately for Hulkenberg, I think this is, this is just sort of buried his career as always being in the midfield 
and just a solid runner. Yeah, he's, like just, if, he's got a slide if, if top he'd stayed with he? Renault and they got really good in 2021, it was his chance to be in the top team that some people, not me personally, thought he should be in. Um, but yeah, now he's just sort of, he is there in F1. He's one of those drivers that's just going to well, be in F1. Yeah, and that's if it gets confirmed. Yeah, he might not even have a seat. He might not even have a seat. Everyone's writing off Grosjean, but... Yeah. He might he might live to fight another season. I think I'd take Hulkenberg over Grosjean. Yeah. Right now. Oh yeah, hundred <laughs> percent. Yeah, hundred percent. Yeah, it's it's going to be interesting because yeah, Hulkenberg's definitely on this slippery slide out of Formula One. Because what's he going to be able to do in a Haas to impress F one teams now? Not very much. Unless well, come Australia, out Australia, they in come Australia, out swinging, right? Win, as long as they keep it. the wheels on. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> that's it. So Melbourne next year. Here we go. Predictions. Hulk on the podium, Melbourne next year and oh a half. Oh my God. goodness wow. me. That is bold. There we go. <laughs> this is just... Hulk doesn't even get a drive yeah. now. So. <laughs> yeah, I've jinxed it now. He's not even going to have a seat. Who's going to invade the podium the, afterwards? The yeah. thing is with Hulkenberg though, like even if he ended up getting a fourth or fifth place in a race in a Haas. Still not I just a podium. It's, but it's just not enough. Even if he got a podium, I just don't think any teams would bother anymore because... Your phone, your, Tommy's phone's ringing. So Tommy, Tommy's wife. Kate, shout out to Katie. Hi, Katie. Katie. Katie's calling. Um, Katie's calling. Yeah. So. Ugh. Yeah. It's, it's just going to always follow him that he hasn't yeah. been on the. Podium. It's like Grosjean now. Like Grosjean had a couple of fourth places. Has Grosjean ever had a podium? Yeah. 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 When he was at yeah, I was, think, I was like, yeah, I'm yeah. not imagining that. I remember no, him. Yeah, he did. But you know, he had there. he's had a couple of fourth places at Haas, and no one's really thinking. Oh, Grosjean for the. No, the top exactly. Teams, so it's because I don't think it's not going to so change. Mistakes, but it's like maybe. what we keep saying before: like there are just certain drivers that, regardless of what car they're in, they've got magic. You can see it. Like you could see Leclerc in the Sauber. Yeah, exactly, you yeah. could see he was magic. There are things that drivers and midfield teams can do to show the top teams that their their quality. And obviously, they will have been. Most of them would have had to get into F one in the first place. Would have had to have done very mm. well in the junior formulas. So everyone, including Hulkenberg, so. You know they do have that history, but but they do. You're right. You, you have to give them something special. Formula One is getting very super competitive. Super competitive and now young. that there's so many people that you have to be a Verstappen or a Leclerc to have any chance of getting into a top team and challenging for victories. Otherwise, you don't have a chance. Yeah. And you're getting so many of those special drivers now coming through that it's really hard for just average drivers that's really savage on Hulkenberg but do you know what I mean decent but this drivers. is like as we keep saying right this is top level motorsport like the top mm. so and there are only 20 seats that yeah. means 20 people at any one time get to race f1 cars so we should be asking for the best of the best which is like, right that is yeah. like you wouldn't it's not like you don't have like midfield sprinters do you no. like that are kind of like just all right like yeah. you what you have yeah. they have to be olympic level if yeah. they want to get to the top of their sport f1 is no different yeah and to go all the way back around to the red bull thing yeah that is what you could argue with red bull however much they get slated and going oh well look at all the careers they've killed brendan hartley um Algaswari, and do you go? Jeff. And part part of me goes, well, were they good enough to be world champions in Formula One? Yes, yeah. no, not. that's what they're asking exactly. For, so, so, and yeah. that's what they want. So, it's brutal, but it's, it's brutal. But if you're sport. not that, then you can't get in. Sorry, <laughs> goodbye. <laughs> you Great should, be, Tommy. Summary, they should Tommy. Em, they should employ you to tell people. <laughs> you should give Gasly the eight forty two a.m. Yeah. phone call. <laughs> Sorry, so, uh, you're not good enough. Goodbye. <laughs> 
Fantastic. Hey, it's softened the blow slightly. Yeah. Comic, comic. Lovely summary there, Tommy. Brilliant. Yeah, uh, let's touch quickly on the 2021 regulations. Um, oh, Carl looks good. Oh, yeah. Carl looks good, that doesn't was it? You know, as that well. was the thing. Um, but it, will it look anything like what we saw? Probably not when yeah. F1 teams have had a go at it. But they're, they're trying a lot. Like They're trying extremely hard to close every single loophole possible. Yeah, I hope so because, you know... We don't want the dildos back from 2014 <laughs> yeah. on the cars. Well, hey, if it if it makes them be closer, I really don't care what they look like. So, what, what's it looking? What, what's it looking like? Just for people that might not have seen it or whatever, is it, it look from IndyCar? It does yeah. look like IndyCar. It looks like an IndyCar. Um, not that that's a bad thing. Extremely people, simplified. Era. I think I think it triggers people that it looks like an IndyCar because people immediately go, "Oh, Liberty American! They're trying trying to make it IndyCar." Oh, yeah. But IndyCar is close. But IndyCar is close, and all the uh, Aero, so if you look at cars now, the reason can't follow each other is because so many winglets, the side pods, all that kind of stuff. They lose 50% they aero. Lose. Yep. Exactly. Like that, yep. So, you know, Charles Leclerc could be catching Hamilton and he's two seconds a lot quicker, but you need to be four seconds a lot quicker to get by because as soon as you get near Hamilton, all the airflow of the car, you're losing yeah, all that performance. It, yeah. The idea behind these new cars is the front wings look pretty flat yeah rear wings very simple really simple diffuser ground effect watch watch our video on the brabham fun car or whatever it was <laughs> that we did, uh to explain ground effects but yeah that will essentially um, suction like, yeah. like a vacuum under the car so right? they're getting all their downforce from that rather than all these winglets which yeah. means they should just be able to follow each other little in theory little uh little bits over the car i'm not an engineer the wheels. oh yeah 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 yeah, 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 yeah. Over the wheels that yeah. seemed to be the biggest trigger for most fans yeah they yeah, don't like change oh no it's looking more like a formula e car yeah formula e and for indycar hey I, I, as i say do we really care what they look like no. if we get well, great racing as long as it looks like i mean if you think people people absolutely lose their shit over those little historical videos about how f1 cars have changed and they freaking love it F1 cars have, have to change. evolve. Yes. Yeah, Let's they have, have to change. evolve. Like they have to evolve with the sport. They didn't have and... a front wing and rear wing back in the day, and you're going to say, "Oh, uh, they don't look like a like toothpaste tube with wheels anymore." <laughs> why? <laughs> why is this? This isn't Formula One. Yeah. It's, it's like the shark fins. Do you remember everyone losing their? I shit love over the shark fins. But people were like, "It doesn't look like a Formula One car." It's like, to be fair, what a lot is, of people a, came what is a, a Formula One, one car? car? Yeah, yeah. Oh, exactly. Jake's private padlock there. That was well, great. But yeah, that was a little roundup. Ahead of Spa. So uh, we'll return Hope to normal with a, a video. So we'll be able to see our lovely faces uh, for the Belgian GP review podcast. If you're listening on Apple, just you just put Apple, Apple <laughs> iTunes well, and well, all that good we always stuff. Say, we always say like, oh, give us a review, but you can't review on Spotify. So just, just get on Apple. If you are on Android, buy an iPhone and <laughs> listen on Apple. And oh, no, we're, on the, we're on the Google store. Oh, Google. Yeah, why not? And give us a review. Us a review on that well. Five stars review. or more. That's all I want. Five stars or more. Yeah. If you can give six stars, do it. And, and leave a not, review because we actually like hearing what you like or don't like yeah, about Yeah, we read podcasts. every single one. We do. And we take it personally. So, we do, so be nice. Just be nice and lovely. Okay. Thank you so much uh, from myself, Tommy and Jess. Yes. Goodbye. Goodbye. We're waving. We're not. We're we not. are. We or are. are I we? Am, I'm not lying to you. I'm wa- I, now I'm waving with no wave camera. To, wave to <laughs> okay, the chair. This is really weird. Chair. I'm waving at the audio form right now. Okay. <laughs> I can just see you in the like television <laughs> screen, like waving. It's weird. Bye. 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 Bye.